What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today on episode 67 of the podcast, we are talking about a little cult classic from 1985, H.P. Lovecraft's Reanimator. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Uh, so Dan <laughs> recommended this one. After, you know, something, it's it, it was a nice palate cleanser coming off of our long stretch of Terminator. Uh, the, the theme still plays in my head every day, every minute of the day. But it, it, he typed it in into our little chat, and I said, hell yeah, because I had been meaning to watch this movie for a long time, and I just never got to it. It was just, it wasn't something that I ever dove into, um, you know, even in my youth, because I was obsessed with, with going to the you know the rental store and renting horror movies, and this just wasn't something. I guess I probably just walked by. You know, it just wasn't something that really caught my eye. Uh, but I remember the first time I really heard about it was uh, through Dead Meat, watching their kill count on it, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. There was three of these, by the way. There's Reanimator, which came out in 1985. There is Bride of Reanimator, which came out in 1990, which I've heard is actually a really good sequel. And then it didn't, and then it was dormant for 13 years when the third one came out called Beyond Reanimator, I believe it is. Um, All of them starring Jeffrey Combs, who is the man who carries this movie throughout the 85 minutes, uh, which is a just a perfect runtime. Movies. Movies, people who make movies. Can you please make more movies with runtimes like this? Because this two, two and a half hour, even close to three hours is getting like as I get older, I'm just like, oh, um, five minutes. Perfect. It's yep. perfect. So Reanimator. Came out October 18th, 1985. Little budget of uh, the. Uh, most of the things that I've been reading is nine hundred six days old, nine hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and it grossed about two million. Which you can say what it is. I feel most of it is because this was released unrated. Uh, uh, Stuart Gordon and one of the producers, Brian Usna, mm-hmm. they were like, "We don't want to be limited on what we can do." Because they had a whole idea. They had the script. They had the ideas of all the gore and course that all the sexual stuff that goes on in this movie uh, yeah, yeah. they were like we just want to go balls to the wall pretty much and they did they oh. ended up doing a theater or they ended up releasing an r-rated version which pretty much eliminates pretty much all the gore and of course all the sex uh that the theatrical cut had and they to fill in kind of the gaps, it actually is longer than the theatrical cut. I think it's like 96 minutes. Really? But most of it is stuff that was cut from the original version where it's more like plot stuff, uh, like it, more like side plots that were going yeah. on, like ah. uh, Dr. Hill controlling the Dean before he's be reanimated later on. Um, yeah, yeah. He's able to like do that stuff. And let me let me actually find uh, some of the the stuff from the R-rated version. So, R-rated. yeah, one of them was... Yeah, the subplot of Dr. Hill hypnotizing several characters uh, pretty much before 
the events that happen later on in the film. Um, he does, he r- controls uh, Halsey twice in the movie before he dies and then after he dies. And then mm-hmm. there was a short scene that was added of um, showing Herbert injecting himself with the reagent uh, to keep himself awake. To, so he keep uh, doing his work. Really? Okay. And that's um, it kind of, t- I guess it kind of ties into like how, um, how his behavior kind of changes throughout the film. Like he's always very focused on what he's doing, yeah. but like as he, he just gets like literally the end of the movie, it is chaos and he is, he escapes the chaos, but he's still just like, Nope, I got more shit to do. And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta go. But it, it kind of explains it. Like, I feel like that could have been a pretty interesting thing to keep in the movie, but I understand, you know, what maybe why they didn't do it, because maybe some people would question, you know, they would want to know more of, like, how does it affect him? It doesn't affect him in a way. Like, how does a living person react to using the reagent other than the reagent just being used on a dead body? Yeah, yeah. So the unrated version, which came out in theaters back in 1985, a lot of people call it the director's cut and Stuart Gordon, the director was like, no, it's not because that was our vision. It's not. It's a, it, that was what we planned to do from the start. That's what you got. Unfortunately, in order for certain, you know, for certain people to see it or for certain territories to play it, we had to make those changes in order for theaters. Like I think the UK was one of them yeah. and then probably like China and stuff. I, I don't even know. It only made $2 million. So who knows how many countries actually were able to show it, um, especially being so it's extreme. It's very extreme, but uh, it's so good because it's so everything's practical and it just, you appreciate the practicality of everything. Um, John, uh, the special effects, which were done by uh, John Buechler. Uh, he was a uh, director for, oh, I'm trying to think of the, I think it was Friday the 13th part seven, which was the, the, the Jason versus Carrie. Yeah. Type sure. It's all right. But he's, I mean, he's huge in special effects and yeah, he did it along with three other guys, uh, Everett Burrell, Anthony Doblin and John Nolan. And I think John Nolan or Nolan, uh, he was one of like he was right under Buchler as being one of the like head guys kind of, con- you know, he was the guy in control pretty much of uh, the VFX or not VFX, but the special effects stars. Because we're showing three like different people three for the visual effects or for the special effects. Yeah. Brett Culpepper, Richard McGuire and Michael Moore. Ever right here. Markup the makeup department. Oh, that's that's makeup, dude. Oh, that's. I mean that's there's actually weird. there's actually a, a special effects below that. Oh, okay. Yep. That's right. what threw us off. You're so right. I was like, we were that's looking why at the I should look at this shit before, but whatever. Why <laughs> start like, now? Why start like, 67 episodes? Why start 67 episodes in of me actually like, doing I'm the gosh. full on research? It's like I hope no. we uh, had the just going to get to the point where I don't do this shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's pay somebody else to do it. This movie stars Jeffrey Combs as the titular Herbert West, which he is. He just excels in every aspect of this character. And I just couldn't see anybody else playing him. He just he went into this role and he went 110 percent. And I every time he's on screen, you're just like, what is this crazy man? He is the epitome. He's the quintessential mad scientist in my eyes. 
I've watched a lot of movie about mad scientists and, you know, of course, like Frankenstein being, you know, the how it all pretty much all started uh, in, you know, in cinema. Jeffrey Combs is Herbert West. It's just he's just way beyond it. And I just I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with such a he with like such a focused and even in the most dire situations, he is just still focused on his work from beginning yep. to end. And it's it's it just shows. Uh, we have Bruce Abbott as our secondary character, uh, Dan Kane, the guy who kind of gets drawn into Herbert West's crazy mad scientist experiments. Barbara Crampton, who is um, she has been in so many horror movies over from you know the eighties, nineties. I mean, she's still doing it today. She's still she doing voices stuff today. the best character in Back for Blood. Yeah, she does. She voices oh, yeah, mom. Yeah, I saw that she did a voice uh, in that game. That's pretty cool. I was cool. like, that's awesome. Yeah, good old it mom. It makes me happy. <laughs> she, her performance was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, probably why, you know, she, you know, was, kept getting roles in these really crazy horror movies throughout her career. But yeah, she's still doing it today and she's awesome. Uh, yep. David Gale, though, is somebody else I want to talk about. He's yeah. the one who plays Dr. Carl Hill. And he's another one who he... He's such a like in the beginning of this movie, you just you kind of see him as this character who like just that older, wise guy. But he like wise doctor who is like he's above everybody. And he wants to make sure you know it. Um, He doesn't like people yeah. questioning him. He's been doing this for a long time. Um, But then it just kind of goes into such a weird territory with this dude like. This guy's performance is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's creepy. He makes you uncomfortable. Mm. And then it just gets really fucking weird <laughs> at the end of this mm-hmm. movie, uh, which actually leads. Uh, we'll, when we get to that part, we'll I'll, I'll add a little bit of make sure you remind me because my brain might not work at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little thing that happened to him because of a part of this movie. I know and, what I, you're talking about. and I really want to talk about it, but we'll talk about it when we get to it. And then Robert Sampson, he plays Dean Halsey, uh, mm-hmm. another character who I thought was good um, because, you know, he had to go from playing a very stoic um, professional person uh, to then having to play something completely different, you know, because he's becomes a reanimated corpse. Everybody spoiler alert. Woo. And listen, if you've listened to this podcast, you're like, Oh my God, he spoiled it. Like, this is how it works. Guys, <laughs> well, you already spoiled stuff earlier. It's just how it yeah. goes. It doesn't yeah, matter. Just, the podcast, there is no spoiler warning. You come into this show and you know there's going to be spoilers. You've had 37 <laughs> years almost to watch this movie if you haven't watched it yet. That's true facts. So, of course, like I said earlier, this is based on the it was a like a short. There were short stories. There was like serial short stories by H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, He based so there's a all of his stories are based on what's called Lovecraft Country, which is not too far from where I live, uh, out in the uh, eastern part of Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, it's this, a racist utopia. <laughs> <laughs> I know Massachusetts. You would think, right? Well, yeah, carry I mean, on. It's, carry more, on. it's more, more Lovecraft was 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 uh, on record of being a a very very big racist. Um, yeah. but. Uh, Arkham, which is uh, Arkham, Massachusetts, which is where this is uh, where this takes place, 
is not a real place. It's actually based in Oakham, Massachusetts, which is like the middle of Massachusetts, like Worcester. Um, and the hospital that they Worcester. Well, I'm just like thinking, is this a, Worcester? Is that a sauce? <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> No, so, just wash your sister. Wa- wa- wash your sister? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Just carry yes, on. Yes, that's that's just how Massachusetts towns are, you know. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so the, the hospital yeah. or the university <clears throat> that this takes place in is is the Misc- Miskatonic University, which is actually named after a river, um, in that area of es- Essex County. And this was the first time that it was uh, ever put on film. Uh, that whole thing, because this is actually um, all of these things were in all uh, not maybe not in the Herbert West reanimator stories, but they were in H.P. Lovecraft stories. Uh, Stuart Gordon, the director, wanted to do this as a play. And he really didn't know what he wanted to do, like how he wanted to go about it. And then there was uh, he was talked into possibly doing it as a TV series. So he wrote the scripts and people were like, hey, go talk to Brian Usna, who uh, and Brian Usna was pretty much like. Hey, you should put you should you should bring this to Hollywood, make this a movie. I think that's where you're going, where it's it's going to do well. And. $2 $2 million off a $900,000 budget. There really wasn't a lot of marketing because of the fact it was unrated. So I guess it's considered, it's deemed a success Uh-oh. in a way. Yeah. I know it got raved. It got a really good reviews. I think it got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and I think it was scored between seven and eight on most like Metacritic and IMDb and stuff like that. It got favorable uh, reviews because people just enjoyed, I think people saw what it was and they enjoyed just because it's 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 schlocky horror. It's very schlocky horror, and yeah, well, yeah. And even though the story is pretty interesting, and the and the characters are great, and the, I think everything kind of culminates at the end. Um, it's it's still like just the the gore and the sex, and it's not even really the dead cat, <laughs> the dead stuffed animal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is that sound? That's not a cat, dude. What is that? Why do I get a break into my basement? No. <laughs> Don't come in here. I'm naked. <laughs> oh, man. The music was done by Richard Band. And uh, Ironic. The, the theme for <laughs> this, uh, this movie is very reminiscent to the theme of Psycho. And it was done on purpose. Ooh. A lot of people pretty much came uh, came after him and were like, "Hey, this is pretty much Psycho's theme." And he's like, "I know, I did it on purpose. It was it was to kind of, but he like you know he puts his own little twist to it and all that." And, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's fine. Like for me, it's it, I think it's so as long as you're you're crediting the person that you're you're kind of inspired from. As long as you're not like it's not a direct rip. I feel it's it's okay. Just not blatantly stealing somebody's work and then just kind of being like, yeah, yeah, it's mine. I put a little bit of this and a little bit of that, so it's okay. But no, it's ah, very reminiscent to Psycho, to but it's it's always it's done on purpose. I love the opening of this movie with the, the like when it's playing the theme and yeah. it's playing all like the fluorescent uh, skulls and all the different anatomy and yes, I the like opening the this movie is great. Part. 
Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, let's go around and talk about what we thought of this movie since we've all never seen this movie. And uh, we do have a couple comments at the end of the show from people on Twitter, but we'll get to that at the end. I don't ever um, read those. I wait to hear them on the show. I, like, I I'm good. I want to hear them. up for me. So, uh, yeah. So whoever wants to start, go ahead. I'll go first since I suggested it. Okay, don't take what I don't take my likes. You're like, you're what? Don't no, I want to look. Likes. Hold on. Let me just look. Okay. <laughs> I might need these ideas. Scribble your name out, put mine next to him. I'm like Dr. Hill. But anyway, uh, <laughs> damn it. Anyway, uh, okay, so I didn't know about this movie ever, like growing up. There was, I had a real big boom. And if somebody listening to this can remind me of the fucking website, please do. Uh, I was really big in like the later 2000s into zombie movies. And there's a forum I used to go to all the time. I can't remember the fucking name. It was a really big zombie uh, movie forum. But if anybody can't remind me. But that's where I heard about this movie. Because I was, was like, I want to watch more zombie movies. Because I like the zombie movie su- movies subgenre. Um, and I'm still a lot in to see. But anyway, this always came up. And I've always been meaning to watch it, and I don't know why it just clicked for me recently, the other day, but I was like, hey, we should check it out. And I'm glad nobody's seen it. But anyway, digress. I enjoyed the movie. I like the main characters. I feel most of the characters do their job fairly well. This is a movie that, with it being a lower budget, you know, movie, I don't know how experienced the directors were beforehand. I, so I don't this know was, anything. This was Stuart Gordon's uh, first theatrical movie. He had done a TV movie before, and most of it's work was theater so this was okay. his, and so like even i guess he had a lot of he i think is like his director of photography was like his guidance like he was like okay pretty much the guy to be like all right like to show him how to shoot certain scenes because yeah it yeah. wasn't he it wasn't something he was used to yo fair enough this felt like a movie that could have easily just been like a real shit show film yeah. Like, you know, like, in, you know, new director or whatever. They're not know, not knowing know what they're doing. Writers, whatever. I don't know. And just easily could have been. It didn't make much money. Easily just could have been a shit movie that nobody cares about. Yeah. But it just had this quality to it. And when I was watching it, I mentioned this to Angela. It really reminded me of the aesthetic of Day of the Dead. Like, just how, like, some of the scenes in, like, the hospital felt. Especially, yeah. like, down the morgue and stuff. I just, I really felt that movie. Uh, but anyway, no, just... I thought it was interesting. Like I said, it's a good long, short runtime as these movies should be. Like you mentioned I love, I love, um, Oh my God. Main guy, Jeff Jeffrey Combs. Combs, by the way, FYI, I remember him as, um, I think the second guy to, to voice the scarecrow in the animated Batman movie, the series from the nineties. Oh. He, he trans. he was, he was the scarecrow that had the noose around his neck. Uh, that was after they designed for the first couple seasons and they changed to the other. Yeah, that was him. So that's where I knew him from. Uh, but yeah, all of them were great. I liked Hill, even though, you know, he, you know, how he ended up in the end of the movie. And I, I, they were good. All the main characters were good. The effects were great for being so low budget. Some of the gore was really cool. Yeah. One of the, well, my, well, I say one of the best, like, sh- like shovel. The, sh- the shovel or, kill is awesome. Oh, it's fucking great. Um, Kudos to the cat. Cat's dope as fuck. I, okay, the scene when we get to it, the scene involving the cat, I loved that scene. <laughs> how it was shot, I love how that scene was shot. But yeah, good stuff. I recommend it. Actually, I want to watch it again. Like we we're sitting here talking about it, I was like, I want to watch that movie again. I'm gonna go buy it. I'm gonna go buy it on Blu-ray. Right now. 
It's okay. definitely. It's Let's definitely take our clothes off. Whoa. It's <laughs> definitely worth a rewatch. Not part of that. Many times. Go ahead, dear. I'll keep it short because I, I think it's good. Um, I, I love the dark humor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The dark humor. There's only a couple of them that's really good stuff. Yes. Yeah, like, There's a, co- a couple of times where we just cackled. Oh, we did watch the unrated cut. I, th- yeah, I think that's, that's, that's how that, I think that's how it's shown most places. Yeah. I think that's because that's how the filmmakers want people to see it, that, as they should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, practical effects. Uh, security card was the best. Oh yeah, security, security guard. guard. Awesome like, character. Shit, I'm out. <laughs> Smartest character in this fucking yeah. movie. The lion slide. So good. But yeah, I mean, I would watch it again. I do remember um, Jeffrey Combs. He was in 4400. That's where I remember him from. He's a lot of stuff. 4400. Yeah, the, it's the the show where 4400 people were kidnapped by whatever. And they ended up in a different period of time. Yeah, some CW like the, show. <laughs> that sounds like a CW show. Just, just, just the title, I'm not, ju- not the, I'm the, just the, the all, They all came back with like special powers. Um, I feel like there's been a couple shows that have done that same kind of premise. Well, this was this one was back in 2005. It was mm. before it was fucking cool. He, he was in the Frighteners, which I don't know if that's a movie you guys have ever heard of. Is uh, Peter Jackson uh, horror movie I know back of in it. the 90s? Uh, Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Combs. I don't know if he was like the bad guy or, but I mean, he is the quintessential bad guy. And like, oh fuck, yeah. he plays it so well. Oh um, yeah. But I just remember that anytime I would see him in that movie, he just I was like, ooh, the appearance just kind of throws you off because he had like this really distinct look to him, which I think he like he literally I think he stated like he copied or he looked at like a young picture of Hitler and just took that that took that look like brought it to Peter Jackson. It's like this is what this is what I should look like, right? <laughs> at first, Peter Jackson's sure. like, uh, I don't, I don't know. And then you know who this is, right? <laughs> yeah, mm, it's not no. But yeah, anything else except for the one scene that's kind of awkward? But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, and I think I mean it's done on like it's me. done on purpose. I mean, this Dude. is the way this character was. Dicks everywhere. Ass pities, everything. Full on nudity. They just give it to you. There is no fucks given in this movie. Nope. When it comes to any of that. It is it is kind of a bleak film. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is like I I I didn't feel like when you watch for instance, like when you watch a movie that's when it's got nudity like this, and it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't it's it if fits for what they were trying to do. It wasn't just kind of like shoehorned in there. You know, and I feel like Barbara Crampton was just like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with going nude movies if it makes sense to the movie. Like, I don't want to just, yeah. just being me being naked just to be naked. Cause it's just, now it's like, is this, what kind of movie am I doing? She was like exposed was like, to like seven oh, yeah. people at one time. Like they were just staring. I got a question. What's up? I'm weird like this. I was doing a boob count in this movie. And I just clicked the clicked for me. Why, why did I come up with an why did I come up with an odd number? I, what? <laughs> just kidding. I just kidding. I was not counting boobs. I was just seeing if I could catch somebody with that. They come with <laughs> pairs. It's supposed to be odd. 
<laughs> I know. It was worth it just to get a reaction out of you, dear. I'm you just seem like stating where that came from. Because we were talking about nudity. I actually like, thought it you... was topical. It was. I... I thought that you really were counting. No. Like... Yeah, I did too. I, was I really like, don't. Oh, all right. Okay, I will say this: <laughs> nobody's boobs got ripped off. And if you get that reference, you get that reference. I think I get that reference, but well, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. It uh, just. The one that no, don't say anything. Don't say what it's from. No, I'm just saying the scene that you're talking about. It just kind of whoop, pops yeah, just, off, just like that. Oh, yeah, yeah like, it kind of pops off. Yeah, it's I I know what you're ah. like, yeah, we're never gonna mention it. If we ever cover that movie, I will say what it is, but I'm never <laughs> mentioning it until we do. It's just oh, not gonna man. happen. So I had a blast with this movie. Like I said before, it's short. And to be honest, I feel like I could have gotten more. I could have gotten 20 minutes more or yeah, more. Even yeah. I just feel like it was I was so ingrained in, in everything that was going on on screen. And uh, Jeffrey Combs performance is just so like you just get sucked in. You're just like, oh, yeah. this guy's. This guy is this guy sucks, but like every time he's on, you're just like, Fucking, what's he what crazy shit is he going to do now? He's the asshole you root for, dude. Yeah, because there's a bigger <laughs> asshole in this movie, and his name yep. is Dr. Hill, who is just the creepiest fucking old... Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, oh, yeah. man. It's cool. It's actually neat how they changed the perspective on that throughout the yeah. film. It's yeah. cool. It's like flip-flops, kind of. Yeah, you, you see you see in the beginning those two characters in the same scene, and you're just like, okay, Herbert sucks. Dr. Hill is just like, he's, you know, he's a professional. He's done been doing this a long time. So he's just like, what are you questioning? You're crazy. Like, shut the fuck up. Yep. And then it's just like later on in the film, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We had a good all along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I, I, this, this movie, this movie is really good. Really well made. The, the special effects are awesome. Makeup effects. Uh, the performances, not just for, by Jeffrey Combs, but by everybody else, it it's just it's a, it's great. This is a this is a top like like I said, this is the quintessential mad scientist movie for me now. Like when I think of like what is the best movie that has to do with a mad like this just that persona like the Doctor yep. Frankenstein type persona. It's it's Reanimator because it's just seeing. Herbert West from the beginning to end of this movie, it's like he just it just gets more crazy, like crazier and crazier and crazier. And then by the end, there's no so like there's no really abrupt end. Like there's no you don't know what happens to him at the end. Yep. It's just like you just gotta use your imagination. I mean, yes, there is there are sequels to this movie, so you figure out what happens to him. But uh I thought the movie ended really, really well. I like the ending. Yeah. Um, it wasn't one of those where like you're watching and you're really ingrained in the movie. And then by the end, you're just like, oh, they let me down. I felt uh, it had a nice. Except for one full piece, circle feel one piece, one which piece. then causes the end result of this movie where I'm just like, why did you have to run all the way down there to grab that? No wonder oh, that event happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We'll get to that, though. But yeah, it's a good movie. And um, Stuart Gordon, who directed this movie, he died a couple years ago. His birthday mm. was, I think, as of this recording, three days ago. So happy oh. belated birthday, Stuart Gordon! Thank you for Thank you, for uh, creating a memorable film that it will be. Uh, mm -hmm. 
definitely watched uh, a lot uh, going forward in this household. So, and I'm I'm happy to definitely really happy to talk about it. So, thank you. All right, we ready to talk about the plot? Plot. So this movie, there is no subtle opening. There is no fade in. It is you're at a hospital. Yep. And there's oh, yeah. a couple there's a couple cops. Oh, you're in Germany by the way. At least I think you're in no. Germany even though he says it's Switzerland. It's Why Switzerland, are they speaking German? Speaking German. Yes. Yeah. Is it because Gruber's German? I don't know. We're at a hospital in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh there's a couple cops and somebody I guess who works at the hospital who is uh on their way down to Dr. Gruber's office. Now this character's name is Dr. Hans Gruber. Which would yes. the same name would be used three years later in Die Hard. Yep. Pretty funny. Who knows if it's because of this movie, but I just that that was cool. That was a cool read. That's the connection. They break into the office and uh Dr. Gruber is not looking so well on the floor. What are you doing and with you, that mannequin? Oh yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh we see Herbert West or you know over his body. And he's going crazy, and they they pull him off, and that's when I, you get your first spot of great special effects where uh, Gruber holds his head and he's just squeezing his eyes, just like float out, and they kind of like just explode, and it just squirts all over the the nurse, and we get the line where the the or whatever the hell this woman is, she's a nurse, a teacher, I think she's a professor, nurse. whatever the hell she is. She she looks at, at uh, Herbert and goes, you killed him. And he's like, I did not. I gave him life. And then we get the awesome intro. Yes. That's a good way to start the movie, though. Because Yes. We are in Arkham, Massachusetts. My wonderful state at uh, oh. the Miskatonic University. Thanks. Which is the same building that was used in Terminator 2 for Cyberdyne. That's ironic, dear. <laughs> there's, I wonder if there'll be <laughs> there's another tie-in with Terminator as well. Oh, oh, I don't we'll see there. that one. Okay, um, cool, cool. Oh, we get surprise Parker. <laughs> so a doctor and a nurse trying to, they're trying to save a dying woman uh on a gurney. I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, he stuck it in her gurney. Keep going. <laughs> so I read a fact about the person they're trying to resuscitate. I guess this person oh, yes. was a dildo enthusiast yeah. and was, used to yeah. hide dildos in all of the like the fake dummies in the fucking morgue. In the morgue. Yeah. They, that woman, first day of work at the pinata factory, she was fired. <laughs> Oh, also, uh, also the, worms. Like, no. the doctor, the doctor who uh, is there helping trying to resuscitate the woman is uh, the wife is Stuart Gordon's wife. Oh, yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah, we looked into that. That's so cool. Weird. And dude. yeah, he's uh, he's <laughs> we meet Dan Kane and he is very determined to get this woman back, uh, bring this woman back to life. And he's like, we got to go a little bit longer. Got to make sure those drugs are going through the body. No, like, but to no avail. We then Damn, are, calm down. Put the <laughs> dick down. <laughs> oh, this was a woman, though. I don't know. We were talking about dildos. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm projecting onto him because I'm also so, a man. 
So the woman <laughs> dies, and he has to bring the body down to the morgue. And that's oh, when yeah. we meet Angela's favorite character, the security guard. Does he have a name? I, agree. I don't think he has a name. I think he's he's a security guard. Fuck. I don't want to know. He's dope as shit, dude. And I love that he goes, I don't understand why we, uh, we, why we lock the door. Because nobody wants in, and ain't anybody getting out. There are a shitload of scenes like that in this movie that have payoff. So, or just things that happen in this movie that have yeah. big payoff like that. That's a that's a great line. Yep. Any line that I thought was like great, I had to write it down because I I always forget quotes. Uh, Dan, I am when it comes to anything with movies, I could tell you trivia and shit like that. But when it's like, could you quote this movie? And I'd be like, nope. Oh, do you know the uh, tagline for this movie? Do you know the the thing without looking it up? cheaters i did i did see it earlier it's, which one there's two of them what um i don't i don't know I, I, there is so, two i just know the one the one that i saw is it's like herbert west has a head on a sh- good a good head on his shoulders and another one on his desk or something yes, like that's, that. that's, that's, that's the one and I there's a there's another line under the, that same poster it says reanimator i think it says it'll leave you in pieces or something it'll scare you to pieces it'll scare you to pieces yeah that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yep yep so I love the whole scene where Dan is putting the, the body in and you got the one body that the arm keeps flopping off. And at first he's just like, uh, <laughs> like very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. And then he puts it, puts the body and he's kind of in the corner and then the arm flops down again. He's like, fuck. Dark humor. <laughs> he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. We then meet up with Dean Halsey. And Herbert West, he is a new student here. Uh, he is coming from Switzerland, even though we were uh, there was a lot of German. I, I don't know. That was, that was the <laughs> confusing thing. Um, it's like they were supposed to be in Germany based on the f- opening scene, and then they switched it to Switzerland because they forgot their own continuity. <laughs> I'm like, well, we got to keep it. It's fine. Well, I, this didn't, was- I didn't look that up. I mean, there was a lot of shit going on with the wall in Germany at this time. Maybe they decide just fuck uh, it. We're not going to fool with yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. I don't know. Um, or maybe it was just a school in Switzerland that had a lot of German doctors. That's what I'm going to go with. Must be. Uh, yeah, could be. Could, could be. be. Um, we then. So <laughs> we also meet Carl Hill, Dr. Carl Hill. And Herbert is not a fan. He's pretty much like you steal people's work. You take it as your own. And then we later see, yes, that is very true. <laughs> yeah. And you but think it's he, just you think it's just him being an yeah. asshole. But. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, you pretty much most of the stuff that you work on is the same shit that Gruber worked on. But Gruber did more. Gruber's better than you, even though he's dead now. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be, right. be all right. Kane meets uh, with his girlfriend, played by Barbara Crampton, Meg, which I did not hear her name for like the majority of this movie. I'm like, what the fuck is her name? I just knew her as like Halsey's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. You emphasized a lot. <laughs> did you like the transition between them hugging in the hallway to them? Just plowing each. Oh God. Dan it went just quick. plowing her. Just... I mean, less than 10 minutes in, we get that sec- first sex scene. Like they didn't I mean, wait long. Yeah. It, it was literally, it was a great transition though. Cause like they embrace in the hospital, like, Oh yay, And literally it, it just, right to him just go and like happening the the moaning is loud and i'm like i'm not watching porn i swear 
No, <laughs> we had to stop it because one of the kids came out right at that time. It's like, nope. Oh, wait. Hold on. Time out. Well, see, here's the thing about the scene that doesn't make sense to me. All right. Like they're they're in like the throws, right? Yeah. And then then you know they they stop, you know, whatever. And she gets out of bed and she's like, Well, yeah, the what's the cat? Rufus. Rufus. The cat's name's yeah, Rufus. He's an asshole, but that's just cat. He's a cock right? even though he was done. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Then he um and she's all like they're like having sex, but she's like covering herself. And then she gets up and just gets naked. Like, what the fuck did you have her like half yeah. covering herself to begin yeah. with? Like, I mean, like just in the, I don't give a fuck personally, but like, if you're just going to not care, just what's the fucking matter? It's probably just like, the, it's, it's just the moment of filming. Like, it, I don't think they were, she was directed to be like, cover yourself and then just drop it. I think it was just more of like, it could be, she remembered what movie she was in. So she's like, Oh, I don't really care now. Yeah. I don't right. know why I cared before. Um, <laughs> But my note is, I, I do have to read my note when I put a, a little joke in there. It's like, Kane meets with his girlfriend, and then he shows her his bone. <laughs> uh, we find out she's the daughter of the Dean. And it's a weird thing where it's like, the Dean knows that they're together. Mm-hmm. But yet, people try to blackmail him for being with her. I'm like, what? I'm so uh, confused. I think they were more together than he realizes, maybe. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean... I, maybe, I, I think. I don't yeah, know. Maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah, because every time like, it'd be like, I gotta go over to Dan's and study, and he's like, oh, he, there must be actually studying, because Dan's a good guy who's the best of the best, and but really... I mean, I they, mean they are... They, yeah. He lives up to the name, you know? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so, Dude. we... Just kidding. Uh, as Dan's like fucking with her as they're getting out the door, it plays on a little too long, but uh, they open the door and Herbert West is standing there and he's inquiring about the uh, vacant room and the address to their house is six, six, six. I don't know the street, but they're the house number was six, six, six. Nice. Yeah. And he's very interested. Of course, he's interested in getting a room, but he's very interested when he sees the basement. He's like, oh, ho, ho. this one's mine. No one comes down. Perfect here. for my bondage chamber. Yeah. Like, uh, what? Keep that to yourself. <laughs> and he moves in immediately because he's like, I have money. Great. And then and uh, Meg's just like, oh, really? And she doesn't even live there, but she's the one questioning things. And dances like this dude's got fucking a lot of cash. Welcome. Yep. I, I I might have done the same thing. This is this is where you realize that Dan is not your Chad character. It is in no. fact uh, Herbert West is the Chad and he is the Virgin Dan. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Meg's not too sure about about Herbert, and it's understandable. We are now in a class where there's not many people here. Not many. I guess there must be. This must be like high level. Like people going to become doctors or surgeons or whatever the fuck they're going to be. And uh, Dr. Hill's running it and he's showing him how to remove pretty much scalping somebody while they're doing an autopsy. So you say yep. can remove the brain. And it's a really cool. It's a, it's a really it a cool, cool scene. The jello that he's a lot, lot of good like sound that. effects. Yeah. When he's like scalping the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, this, this scene is just, it made me laugh. Like it's he's explaining things and then her, you just see Herbert pick up the pencil, just snap it. 
and then you're like, and then he just he doesn't do anything. He he hears it and he sees it. It was it was Herbert, and then he like continues with this conversation or with his with his talk, and then you just see Herbert just another pencil. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, an and asshole. that's when Doctor Hill's just like, fuck, class dismissed. Get the fuck out of here, Mister West. Pe- fuck you. <laughs> next bring time, a pen bring next a pen. Time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And that's when Herbert gets up and just storms straight for Hill. And he's just like, you're all fraud. You fucking suck. You steal people's work. You, yeah. He's Students like, around ah! him and everything. He's like, I'll have the joy of failing you, Mr. West. <laughs> There's uh, they, We then go to a dinner at the Halsey's because earlier uh, the dean talks to Dr. Hill about like there's a seat on the board or something like that. And he's going to have a dinner to kind of talk about it. And this is when you find out Dr. Hill is a creepo because he's got a thing for Meg. Yep. Really weird thing. And he's trying to like throw Dan under the bus because of course he, he, he figures the true relationship uh, between Dan and Meg. And he's pretty Mm -hmm. much like, like pretty much trying to hint, hint to uh, the Dean what they're really doing when they're studying. And the Dean's like, oh, not Dan. He's a great boy. They're studying. And then it literally cuts to them at the apartment where Meg is trying to study. But yeah, the only and- reason that she doesn't want to bone Dan is because she is so hung up on Herbert and what the fuck he's yeah. doing. And, and I would have been this, like, literally in that moment, I would have been this. I would have been exactly the way Dan was not in the way of like, I trying to push myself onto her. But the fact of like, the, why are you thinking about this guy? The fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah what's the matter? Like, is he is he hurting you in any way? Even though the thing that he does is fucked up, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, she's <laughs> not wrong to no. worry. No, but it was just at that moment you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. If you just wanted to study, but like, like you you're just not in the mood because you're thinking about Herbert West, who you've met for <clears throat> maybe five minutes. All right. They're they're talking about how they haven't seen Rufus in a while. The cat, yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh well, and that's and then that's what she gets fixated on because Dan's just like, yeah. oh, he's probably hiding somewhere or whatever. But uh, yeah, so, yeah. So Meg investigates. She goes into Herbert's room, and she notices the refrigerator is ajar. Why is your refrigerator ajar, Herbert? You wanted someone to find it, didn't you? And they find. I, I feel that. Rufus in the fridge and he's not looking so good and she freaks out Dan discovers it well actually Herbert walks in before Dan does and she's like he's like why are you in my room I thought I paid for a private room I was like well, what the fuck is my cat doing in your fridge you know? <laughs> yeah. and then Dan discovers it and he does the you know the, the epic like drop to a knee is like why Rufus why and Herbert comes up with the story that he was already dead. What did he? Oh, he got his head. He got his head stuck in a jar. Yeah. Suffocated. Sure. Okay, Herbert. Okay. (laughs) Whatever you say, weirdo. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, he said he was dead when I found him. And then Herbert pretty much blackmails them. He's like, well, the dean doesn't know fully about your relationship, but oh, that could change. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so confused about the relationship between Dan <laughs> yeah. and Meg. I'm like, okay. Uh, d- while Dan is sleeping, he hears a cat scream, and he's like, what the fuck? 
I found my cat in the fridge. How is he screaming now? What is <laughs> what is going on? So he I'll goes bring to, a cat into the fucking house, Herbert. <laughs> He's picking up strays. Oh man. So he goes and he investigates the house and he has to break into his own basement because Herbert locked yeah. the basement. And yep. He falls down the stairs and immediately gets up. And I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure he'd be down there like, ah, yeah, right. Fuck. I would. And uh, we see that Herbert's getting attacked. He's got something on his back and he's getting attacked by a stuffed animal, <laughs> yep. uh, which once was Rufus, a real cat. Yep. yep. And uh, I love it. First, Herbert's just like, get out of here. Get out of here. And then like. Five seconds later, he's like, get this thing off me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what is it? What do you want from me? Do you want me to leave? Like a, it looks like a, a <laughs> puppet, like a hand puppet. It does. It, it does. looks so like, goofy. It's so dumb. But you know what? I, I don't care. Uh, but Dan, the next part is great. Dan just fucking rips it off of Herbert's back and just yeets it into the wall. Just There's a blood splatter. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like. Oh no no that's that's a, in a second. <laughs> so it's dead. He puts it on the table, and then Herbert starts to tell tell him about his reagent, this uh, liquid that pretty much brings. Uh, it, it's it has to have like a certain like the it can't be dead for a certain amount of time because then it doesn't work. But he's trying to prove the point that when a brain when a body dies, it take uh, the brain activity usually goes for about between six and twelve minutes. And he's trying to prove that he can make it go longer than that. Yes. And the the reagent is actually just um, glow stick liquid. Yeah. Which is cool. Yep. <laughs> well, I was gonna say in that scene with where they get fight with the grand battle with Rufus, it actually goes for a while because they're like stumbling it's, across the basement. Yeah. And the, the the thing I like about the scene though is I like how it's shot and lit because it's yes. just the one lamp, but like yeah. it's it like kind of constantly moving. moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love the one where he's like, he's creeping up to the shelving unit with the broom and he's just like fucking beats the shit out of this one box that Rufus yeah. clearly isn't in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh, fun, man. But yeah, he, he explains to him all about the reagent and all about like what he's trying to prove. And he is like, I'm going to show you. And so he sticks some into Rufus's very mangled body. And then you get the really creepy just it's his, he's literally he's got like intestines and shit hanging out of him. He's all twisted up. And but it's just his head going like and it's just like it's a it's it's also terrible. Like it's just a puppet like looks literally like a stuffed animal just <laughs> flopping around. Yeah, because he's like, don't worry, he won't he won't fight again. His back's broken. Yeah. And then Meg just walks in. Like, ah, yeah. Rufus. And, and then she just instantly like, it was him. He did it. Like, shut the fuck up, lady. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then I guess her and Dan have a have a spout because yeah, and she leaves. He goes, uh, Dan the next day goes to Dean Halsey to explain what Herbert's doing. Um, and instead of like it pretty much Dean Halsey immediately just is like discredits him pretty much is like well fuck your loan to go to school here fuck everything you just pretty much ruined your career and oh yeah and herbert west doesn't go here anymore and it's like wow that was very drastic in the span of less than probably eight hours yep and dan sneaks herbert into the morgue because he did after 
um, before this, I think they have the conversation about Dan helping Herbert get some bodies to try yep. to reanimate. Reanimate. He sneaks him into the morgue. This is when we meet uh, the security guard again. Yeah, yeah. And yep. he's, he's got to unlock the door this time. And under the it, Herbert's like hidden in the gurney underneath the underneath the sheet he pops out and I like the whole thing where he's going around and like investigating every dead body and like the cause of death he's like well the brain we got to make sure the brain is still somewhat intact it can't like yep. can't be any trauma to the brain and also the heart has to be somewhat healthy so like if it's yeah. a body that has like a yeah. heart like something wrong with the heart then they he won't touch that either but the security guard tries to see under oh that's right he's like, he's like oh. what kind of body you got under there you know, was it called like hamburger or something? Something like meatball. Yeah, yeah something it like was like that. a car accident or something. Yeah, it's like a meatball. Yeah, but he has like a, a term for it and fucking. Because uh, West, when they get in there, he the second body or whatever, he's like, "There's your meatball." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was because uh, that was a, he got hit by a truck or something. Yeah, yeah or like a car accident. So this is when you got Dean Halsey and Meg walking through the hospital and. Uh, he goes up to the nurse's station or to the there's a station. He asks, like, if, have you seen Dan Kane? And she's like, oh, yeah, he brought he's bringing a body in the morgue. He's like, he's supposed to be suspended. He can't be here. <clears throat> and then he tells his daughter, who is clearly old enough to just say, fuck you, dad. I'm doing what I want. And he's like, you're going to stay right here. Hey, nurse, grab her arm, sit her ass down in this chair and she can't move. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I, I would have <laughs> just been like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Yep. Yeah. Like clearly, she's. I mean, they're in college, right? Or this yeah. is. It's got to be like a grad school type thing. She got to be in her yeah. early twenties. I would assume. Uh, so yeah, he's got to go. He knows where where he goes to the morgue because that's where Dan is. And uh, they finally, we then go back to inside the morgue where Dan and Herbert find the body to reanimate, shove some uh, reagent into it. And they gotta like time it, like uh, see how long it takes from um, the initial injection to when it reanimates. And uh, the the only thing is, is like any anytime you reanimate a body, it becomes very animalistic and aggressive, especially when it's been dead for a while. Yeah, and, and uh, this, this is thing... where we get our tie to our Terminator. Dun, 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 dun. The body that he injected was is Peter this? Kent. Was that the it's guy a stunt the, double for Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first one? All of them. Oh, the first two. He was his his body double. Yeah, oh, he's done awesome. like twelve movies with him. Even we were talking we're about not talking Terminator. It's still creeps in the movies we did. Exactly. What is it going to be but next week, guys? No, it's <laughs> like every movie we've done, even if it's just a just a single. It always has a tie to something that we've should already. We create, yeah. well, should oh, we Lord. create our own universe like no, Mo- Movie Dumpster do. does? Do like, no, you don't want to do that. Our, our, That's our, way our too clearly. much work. I, the fact that what I respect is, the fucking hell out of them for six, being able to keep that shit up. <laughs> no kidding. What God. is the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever? We can yeah. just do it. This is- <laughs> There's Terminator. The six degrees of Terminator. Holy shit. <laughs> so yeah, the body gets up and it just starts <laughs> fucking throwing both these guys around. Um, and this is when the Dean comes up to the door and he can't get in and the fucking body just 
bursts through the door and just squishes the Dean. And I yeah, initially thought this is how he died, but he was still alive underneath the door. He's like, ah, and <laughs> yeah. then he just fucking pins him up against the wall and just. Well, see, I thought it was about the scene because he pushes that big metal door. He's like, boom, and it falls over and Dean is like, yeah. oh, he got him. And then, like, yeah. the dude, like, walks out. He's like, he's just going to walk over. No, he step, gets on the door and fucking jumps on the damn door while he's yeah. under it and then walks off. I love I love Herbert in the scene, though, when after the, the Dean um, it, is just dying uh, against the wall. And he just so casually has a uh, bone saw, and he's just like, Dan, move. And he just casually just... <laughs> Walks up and just just shoves yeah. it to his fucking chest, and you're like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Uh, Herbert <laughs> wants to. Uh, Herbert immediately once the D dies, he's like, "All right, time to reanimate this one." And Dan's just like, "Dan, uh, fucking, who's the actor who plays Dan? Fucking Bruce Abbott." does a great job at just portraying somebody who is witnessing these horrific events and going yep. through a lot of shit. Like his, he's just like in shock. Cause there's even the scene where he's like, he's like laying on the ground, like in the fetal position and Herbert just like covers him up with a sheet. And he's yeah. just like, it's okay. You're in shock. shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just like, Bruce Abbott, bravo, man. Cause you did yeah. like, he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Is this a nightmare? <laughs> so my girlfriend, who's already pissed at me, her dad's dead, and now yeah. we're gonna bring him back to life. Yeah, because there's this whole thing where like Herbert's got the legs of the Dean, and he's just like, Dan, you know, he's pretty much just he's just trying to get into his head, just like we got to do this. Yeah. Like, what you know, we got to we got things to prove. We got to do this. You got to get out he of your like own pulls head. Pulls him over. Yeah. Before he's, he even starts to be like, hey, we can do this. He's just like, yeah, here. He's really. Yeah. I love how good Herbert West. Is uh, manipulating people. Yeah, he's like, come on, we've got to save your girlfriend's dad. Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, we can bring him back to. He's pretty much just convincing him of like, he's he has he's only been dead for seconds, so like he, we can bring him back to life like it was nothing. Like it's, it, I don't think there's gonna be any, any repercussions for this. Like it'll just be like nothing happened. But no, it's not how it works. So they get him up there, and um, and they. You know, they reanimate him. I think it takes like 17 seconds to do it. I don't yeah. know the exact time frame. Um, and Meg. Meg uh, does Meg discover what they're doing? Does she like walk in on them? Yeah, I think she does at this point. Right. But she doesn't know what they did exactly. They just think yeah. that her dad is just really fucked up because he's like, because yeah, he's like, doesn't say any he doesn't talk he's very just like he's like hiding in a corner and she's trying to like comfort him and stuff like that the security guard comes in and just like what the fuck and i just love that there is a dead body on the ground there's blood everywhere things are happening and the and herbert's just like listen this is what happened yeah. and the security guard's like okay yeah. let's let, dean come with me we're gonna bring you to go see dr hill Doctor Hill just I, has a fucking padded room in his office, like it's on the other side of the fucking wall. I like how how Herbert explains it because I think Dan asked him about it at some point. Maybe he did already, or I can't remember why they act the way they do when they come back. And he refers to well, birth is painful. Yeah, and so yeah, that's why. It, yeah, <clears throat> that's a good analogy. So yeah, he you know Doctor Hill being creepy. Tells Meg, like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to study him. We're going to figure out what's wrong with your dad. And then. Neurological. Um, 
Or I think it's neurological. Yeah. And then immediately he goes into the, uh, I love where it showed, like she leaves and he goes into the room and there's already two guys, like orderlies in there to try to get him and mm-hmm. they're like wrestling him and he's just tossing him around and stuff. Yeah, apparently this was a very uh, um, poorly built room and you can like see it move when yeah. he throws one up on the wall up against you say the wall it collapsed on him yeah <laughs> apparently it collapsed so like when he's up against the padded wall like he has to like not touch it nobody's <laughs> concerned at all of this dude is just like perpetually like he heaving blood out of his yeah. mouth yeah oh, it's fine it's normal he's, he's also, searching it's fine also before meg leaves uh dr hill tries to make a move on her and it's just weird i was like fuck this guy sucks <laughs> yeah he does but she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Just help my dad, weirdo. Dan tells, uh, Dan meets up with Meg, and of course Meg is mad, but like, it's one of those things where she's like, I want to be mad at you. I want to hate you and all that stuff, but like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. And he tells her that her dad is dead. And pretty much it was going to tell her everything that happens, tell her everything that Herbert's doing. Um, Dr. Hill just casually walks into their house and goes yep. down to the basement and just like, hey, Herbert, I know we're best of friends, right? Um, <laughs> what I want you to do is uh, I know what you did to the dean and I want the formula and I'm going to take the credit for it. Fuck you, because, you know, if people find out what you did, you're going to go to jail. So either you give me give me this or you're going to jail. And so Herbert gives a gives him the the book or his little notebook there. But then as he's just I just love this man. He is so enthralled in this notebook. He doesn't notice Herbert walk to the back of the room, grab a shovel off the wall, and just casually just Yep, yep. <laughs> fucking bonk. Smokes him in the head and then just in one swift kick to the shovel like he's digging a hole. Uh just lops dr hill's head off and then immediately uh plops that head in a little uh in a little yep, tray and immediately injects the reagent into the head and then, re- and then injects the reagent into the torso or into the rest of his body and uh, i love how just like <laughs> so dr hill wakes up and i love like the the long like speech they, like it's not just like he doesn't talk normally it's always like Herbert, you yeah. bastard. Yeah. And then yeah. the torso just casually walks up and just knocks Herbert out. But this is the this is the part of the dark humor. When he puts the head in the pan, it doesn't it keeps falling over. Oh yeah. so he keeps picking it up and then finally he takes the little thing that he puts his notes in and he just dabs it's, it it's into great. it so it stays. It's I just love the practicality. You know, it's it's literally just uh, the actor, uh, David Gale, um, underneath a table. And he yep. just puts his head through the table. I guess uh, yep. from what I read, uh, Jeffrey Combs would give him cigarettes and stuff because he couldn't use his Yeah, because he couldn't move his arms. Yeah, yeah. And he was in there for like hours. Yep. Um, but I just like the fact it's like you put the reagent in the in the rest of the body. Did you not think it was going to come back? Like well, just not paying that, I- attention? <clears throat> well, see, I thought it was interesting because he even mentioned that. He's like, well, I've never done pieces before. 
Yeah. Because that's why he was like, if if it would what it would do separated from the head. It's funny that he can still control the body even though he's not attached to it. Yeah. So Megan Dan, they go to Dr. Hill's office. If uh, Dan finds a really fucking creepy file um on Meg. She's got like, like a fucking lock of her hair and shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And listen, if you haven't seen this movie, everybody, who anyone who's listening to this and just doesn't give a shit, uh, it just gets fucking weirder as yeah, we continue quickly, with this guy. This dude goes downhill. Oh, it's just like, woo! <laughs> yeah. Free falling right now. Uh, skydiving without a parachute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Meg goes into the padded room where they discover that Dean Halsey has been lobotomized. We're looking at something. All right, there's a cat in our ceiling. Oh. She's just meowing at us. <laughs> we got a drop tile ceiling, and there's a no. It's hey loaf, hey loaf. <laughs> like, where is that coming from? So yeah, so he's been lobotomized, and you find out that Doctor Hill is kind of did it on purpose so that he can control people with the reagent that he steals from Herbert. I like that Dan though. He discovers Herbert. Like Herbert wakes up, and then Dan comes down, and he's just like, he stole everything. He stole it all. Except for the some of the stuff that's upstairs. You're like, you got everything except for the stuff in my room. Yeah. Which I guess uh, Jeffrey Combs didn't like that line. He didn't like the fact that like he just it would have been better if he just was like, he stole it all. And then it just kind of ended there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Herbert and Dan, they determine that Dr. Hill or what Dr. Hill's motives are. Uh, Dr. Hill, it, it, well, the, the, his, uh, in pieces, I love the body, the headless body, just carrying the tray with the head in it. And he's going back to the office. And I just, I love the whole thing where the body's trying to like do certain things. It's just fucking stumbling around the room. Yes. And he's like, oh, and he's trying to like give it directions. It kind of reminds yeah. me of, uh, if you, in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, the whole scene where there was one of the, um, crewman from the flying dutchman he has like a shell for a head and it gets lopped off and he's trying to direct his body to get back to his head it kind of reminds me oh. of he's like take a left no back no <laughs> <laughs> why does he just have a bag of blood in his office he's a fucking weirdo man but he <laughs> he has to so yeah so he has to use this bag of blood to help keep the head alive because it's like slowly fading out so like the blood like rejuvenates uh the head and he talks with dean halsey but like he pretty much brainwashes him to pretty much do whatever he tells him yeah after after with the reagent and the lobotomy he said somehow you can just control them yeah i was like all right so <laughs> dr hill uses so the so if you notice there's a, a head on his desk it's like a it shows like different parts of the the skull and the brain and mm -hmm. all that stuff and he uses it to distract to, like as a head to get himself into the morgue yep <laughs> the ear falls off yeah oh. yeah cuz he cuz he's got the cap and the mask and his head's in like a bag so, yeah so some i was reading i was somebody's like why didn't he just use put the head on his body Instead of using yeah. the fake head, ah, maybe it, it just still would have worked. Maybe he was. It was easier to get that fake head to stay on. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. 
It was I, it was hilarious. They're king the security guards there. <laughs> reading his boudoir magazine. Boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan goes to see Meg, and while he's like, I think this was the conversation where she pretty much is like, I you don't want to hate you, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that we mentioned earlier, and then her dad shows up and knocks Dan out, and then steals Meg, and brings her to Doctor Hill, and this is where the weird shit starts to happen. Um, yeah, so we literally get uh Doctor Hill's head in a tray, and then his body is all geared up. He's still got the fake head on too, and we just get the one-handed strip. Like he literally grabs her with one hand and just tears off all her clothes, and you're like, damn. You can see the right. actress actress kind of flop when it doesn't go off yeah. in the first go. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, oh, uh, and um, whew, this is uh, it just gets weird. So we before this, Herbert finds Dan and they're like, oh, we got, we, you know, Dr. Hill, we got to go find him. He's probably at the morgue. So they go and we cut back and Dr. Hill's just molesting uh, Meg. It's, yep, it's real up. fucking weird. It's very uncomfortable and scene. It is a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah, where he's just like groping her. And he at like first I was like, is that her, her dad? Ear. Yeah. And then the he's body. He's just hanging out watching. Well, he's yeah. the one that strips her down. Oh, and yeah, then he's yeah, just kind of right. like standing. He's just yeah, kind of standing like, there. Like, he had the, he's a, he's he had a zombie dream. though. So he, he yeah. doesn't know who he is. Like he he's the, who he's truly a. Yeah, the lobotomy takes like the rage out of him. Like it makes him more complacent. Yeah. So, and it just gets worse. So his body picks him up. I'm like, damn, Barbara Crampton for allowing all this to happen to her in this movie. Like, fucking bravo, because this is like, not many people would allow this to happen on film. And from what I've read, I mean, I don't, I I haven't looked like super in depth, but like from what I've read from quotes from her, it's like, she just, you know, this was for the movie. This made sense to the movie. Like it wasn't, you know, she really enjoyed working with Stuart Gordon. She liked working on this movie. So he was more but, okay with it than David Gale's sh- wife was. Oh, oh, hey, everybody. Remember earlier in the episode when I said, um, yeah, let's uh, try to f- not forget the fact about David Gale and the infamous head giving head scene. Well, uh, according to reports, Stuart Gordon actually verified that during the premiere of this movie, um, his uh, Dave Gale's wife walked out during the scene and pretty much, yeah, she didn't like it. And uh, they got divorced shortly afterwards. And a lot of people speculate that this is the reason why they got divorced because of this whole scene, because according to her, she didn't try. He didn't try hard enough not to enjoy it, I guess. It's a weird thing, but I figured I'd add that in since I said I was going to say it, but then I ended up forgetting to say it. So here it is. Life was. Oh my God! So, um, yeah, the tor- or the body picks up the head. He starts like sucking on her titties, and then, yeah. he, and 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 the whole thing is like he every time he's doing, he's leaving blood trails all over her body because he's just yep, blood is just coming out, out of everywhere. Her. Yeah, and uh, we then get to him almost about to go down on her, and Herbert walks in. Oh fuck! What is the the quote that he says to him? Oh, he's such a badass about it too. I, I can't remember. It. It's one of like the first quotes for this movie. So let me let me look real quick. 
Uh, oh, I must say, Doctor Hill. Yes. I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. In you. In you steal the secret of life and death, and here you are, trysting with a bubble-headed co-ed. You're not even a second-rate scientist. Yep. yep, it's very good. He comes in all cocky and shit with that. It's great. Yeah, so good. <clears throat> that the first the first quote though, Herbert West kind of disappointed because he wanted more people to laugh at the the get a job in a sideshow. And more people laughed at the part about the talking head. He's kind of oh, disappointed yeah. in it. <laughs> like it's a it's a good quote, the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, so Hill has found the power of fully controlling, um, reanimated corpses because he reanimates all the corpses in the room and they all come to life and they start attacking everybody but Hill, of course. And Meg wakes up and has to pretty much like, like she gets in, she awakens her father. Like her yeah. father comes to figures out who he is and he turns on uh, Dr. Hill. And this is where you get uh, he picks up the fucking head and just fucking, ah, just fucking yeah. squeezes yeah. it to the point where it fucking like explodes in his hand. and He just tosses it out the door. Yeah. <laughs> security yes. guards right there. And he's like, oh, fuck look, this. Yeah. Smartest guy in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, I'm out, dude. Screw this noise. It's just corpses oh, fighting Lord. each other and shit in there. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, he's, he's smart. <laughs> oh yeah, and he shoves a bunch. Or if this was all. I mean, this is this is craziness. Like it's just different bodies, fucking throwing Dan and and Herbert around. Also, uh, I mean, she's there. Uh, Meg's there too, getting tossed around by all these bodies. And everybody's naked because they're corpses. Every That's yeah, every corpse is naked. And um, <laughs> Herbert injects a couple of a couple syringes of uh, reagent into. Dr. Hill's torso, which causes it to kind of like go fucking crazy. And yeah, it's like, oh, no, it starts morphing from the inside. It like turns into like a thing fucking creature where it like falls yep. to the ground. Then like its intestines come out and fucking wraps itself around Herbert like a goddamn snake. Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, And this is where we get the uh, pretty much the ending here where Dan gets Meg out of there. They go down the elevator, but they're getting chased by one of the burnt corpses. Mm -hmm. And this is the scene where I was like, oh, well, no wonder she fucking dies. Yes, Meg dies. Uh, She gets choked out by the the, the burnt corpse where Dan sees her getting choked out. Instead of like trying to get the body off, he runs down to the end of this very long hallway, breaks the glass for the axe that's there. And then oh, by the time he gets all the way back, it's too late. By the time he gets the body off, she's uh, she's expired. And yep. he then has to carry her uh, to back to the doctor that he was with in the beginning of the movie. Stuart Gordon's wife. And they, it's kind of a it's 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 very reminiscent to the first time we see Dan. He's doing the same exact thing at the end where um, he's trying to resuscitate. Uh, Meg, and even though she's dead, he's still trying to do it. And yeah, she dies. Uh, before this, though, the, the final thing we see from Herbert is uh, they're like, Herbert, we got to get out of here. And Herbert's like, no, I got to get my notes. There's so much work to be done as it's just fucking chaos in this room. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just disappears. You never see no, him again. No, no, Herbert gets pulled inside the body, dude. 
Yeah, he, he gets remember the corpse inside the body. The, the corpse, the corpse that opens up and then the intestine thing comes up. It wraps around her. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't that see him get sucked into the body. the body, which is the whole extra dimensional shit that HR, uh, not HR, Geiger's. Oh my god, HP Lovecraft does, but he starts getting pulled in, and before he, they can't get him out, and he's like, "Take my notes." Take right, my notes right, right, right. before he okay. gets pulled in. That's the last yeah, time. So he takes, he takes like the little bag. The, He's got the, the bag. bag yeah. 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 But he has that with I him. I missed the, the part with the light in the body. So I'll have to, when I watch it again, I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's where it's like, okay, this shit's like extra dimensional weird. Yeah. You know, HP Lovecraft. But. So Dan goes, <laughs> well, let me give it a go. And he injects Meg with some of the reagent and it goes black and all. And the last thing you hear are the or Meg screams. Yep. And that's it. That is reanimator. Yep. What a fun watch. That was a good oh, time. Oh yeah, dude. What Just a good breaks time. down to a pure shit show, dude. It's so Absolutely. good at the end of it. It's great. All right. Let me pull up uh, some, let me pull up the, the, the Twitter uh, stuff. Well, apparently the, the corpses at the end, they all like worked out together so they could get their, so they could be all in sync when they did their final, like. Wait, what? The corpses at the end, all the corpses in the. They worked mm-hmm. out together at the YMCA so they could all be in sync when the they started. Corpses fight. in the morgue. Oh, the corpses in the yeah, morgue. Very cool, very cool. Choreographed. Thought that was pretty cool. I love the poster for this movie. This is definitely a poster I could fucking hang on my yes. wall right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Such a cool poster. Um, so yeah, so as, as we do every week, we, I post on Twitter, I'm probably going to try to post it on other social medias, even though it might not do anything, but Hey, whatever, uh, what movie we're talking about. And then you can leave your comments on what your thoughts are on the movie. So our first comment yeah. is from give me back my action slash horror movies. Yeah. It says new meaning <laughs> to getting ahead. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a little bit but of that. That's yeah. what the scene was called. It was called the, it was the giving head scene. Uh, yeah. Our next one is from Cinema Trips Reviews, which uh, I'll be on uh, an episode of their show very soon. We just re- recorded something, so I'm very excited. Oh, sweet. Um, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton are so damn good in this. Always one I come back to during spooky season. Yes. And it's spooky season. It is about spooky season. No, really, it's always... now. <laughs> We have one from Emily Sweet, uh, one of my favorite movies. Emily Sweet, uh, somebody who uh, f- uh, I got into like a conversation with on Twitter. She is going to be in a movie coming out uh, this, in, I think in like October, one of the VHS movies. Uh, I don't know oh. if you guys have heard of the VHS movies. I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, there's one coming it. out at the end of this year called VHS 99. She's going to be in it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But thank you for for. Sending in your comment, Emily. Yeah. And uh, our last one is from Kenneth T. Cook, uh, who said, you don't find a lot of well-done Lovecraftian horror. This one is amazing. And then he shouts out a Twitter uh, account. Uh, Civil, Civil Gore Pod did a really good episode on it, and it's making a few, and it's making a few years ago. Highly recommend. So something I'll have to check out at some point. Cause, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, check out Dead Meat. Uh, they uh, he did the kill count for all three of the reanimator movies and they're great. Oh, cool. I actually haven't so, seen those by him by them. So thank you for everyone who commented. Uh, make sure like we're like I do this every week. 
and we're going to announce what movie we're going to be doing. And But you'll know before even this episode comes yeah. out what movie we're going to be doing, but I still like to say what we're doing. But yeah, I... What if what a good time. This was a this was a good movie that I definitely will be rewatching. Maybe I will uh drop some money and buy the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is really cool looking. Oh yeah. I think yeah. Arrow put out a Blu-ray of this. Mm. Um and it's not too expensive, unlike some 4K movies that are coming out where I'm like $40. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Arrow so I'm bad. Arrow well they'll never listen to this, but I'm still uh, Arrow. <laughs> Fucking Camera set bullshit. All right, carry on. I'll stop. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Angela, it said, I, since you weren't on our episode last week because that goddamn COVID decided to uh, beat you up, uh, uh, yeah. Would you like to share your <laughs> thoughts on Terminator Dark Fate since you weren't on the episode? Uh, dun 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 dun. Why do we just throw this at the end here? We thought we were done with Terminator, but not yet. Uh, no, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Um, yes, there was a few like CG things, and I was like, "That looks real bad." But for the most part, I really, I, I've liked most of the Terminator movies so far. Yeah, there's a few that are like, mm, yeah. Mm. Oh, I liked Grace. I loved her. Um, her scars. Oh yeah, the scars yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that in the movie. They look yeah. so fucking cool. Where they showed where they like not necessarily injected her, but where like everything started. Like you can see it on her arm and like on like right uh at the base of her throat. Like under you can see eyes. Yeah, like under her eyes. I thought that was really cool. But yeah. I liked it a lot. I could have done without some of the CG stuff. But yeah, no, Arnold is funny. I liked his. I definitely liked, liked him better in Dark Fate than I did in Genesis. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. All right. Well, I definitely. I just wanted to get that in there since you. That's no, fair. I forgot. you couldn't be on the show. Yeah, you see, uh, you can see my thumb. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you watch the video for me. Also, Dan, we didn't rank the movies. We're not going to. I don't want to get into that. During fair. This, but we forget you mentioned it in the episode and we never ended up doing it so but for the next like, franchise that we cover we will start getting back into into rankings it's just i i don't know what happened we i just it was just something that i completely forgot about for that whole terminator thing because we did it for batman and then that was this was the next one so when we get back into a franchise we'll we'll get back into doing rankings but it's too late now i'm not doing it uh but next week for episode 68, we're going to be sticking with the horror uh, genre, and we are going to be venturing into a movie that is getting a prequel. Um, actually, w when you guys are listening to this podcast, this episode, uh, this the prequel will be out. So we'll be covering on episode 68, Orphan from 2009. Prequel Orphan First Kill will be out October 19th. I figured since that's coming out, we we cover it. I haven't seen it in probably 10 years. Uh, probably actually I might have, the last time I saw it probably was I think I might have saw it in theaters. I hmm. don't remember, but I remember really liked this movie. Uh, and yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so it's going to be interesting to hmm. to hop back in once again and it's going to be very interesting to watch 
the prequel when it comes out because it's like it's been uh it's been a long time and the original girl is well she's she's not just a girl anymore the 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 25 year old woman is has got to play a 12 year old again so very that's exciting how they did that um he's very pretty yeah. So yeah, so Orphan will be next week, and then for episode 69, we're, we haven't decided yet, but it's going to be a little spicy, if you know what I mean, because we're very immature here on Dissect That Film, and we have, for episode 69, you know we got to be talking about, I mean, we talk about sex enough on this fucking show, it's like normal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're all adults around here. We are. Yeah. Adult children. Allegedly. Um, we're adult in age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But that will be announced next on uh, next week's episode. Yes. <laughs> oh God, I'm so I don't know what's happening. But um, some things I well, actually, if by the time you listen to this episode, I would there was an episode that I was on over at the Barons Hideout podcast where I sat down uh, with Dustin and talked about Child's Play from 1988, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, I love talking about Chucky. Anytime I have the opportunity to talk about Chucky, I am there. So that has already been dropped. Uh, I think it dropped on Monday. And then I, like I said, I'm, I recorded in a show with cinema trip reviews. I'm not going to say what I talked about. Cause I, he hasn't said anything yet uh, as of the recording. Uh, so I'm just saying that I was on his show. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. So Thank you, everybody, for all of the, the the love over on the podcast services, for all the love on the YouTube channel. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like smaller things I can post on YouTube, maybe to get some of the numbers up, maybe to get some more people like the eyes, because I know like the longer form, it's it's hit and miss. Also, it depends on what you're talking about on YouTube and YouTube's just weird. But the the downloads were close, very close. As of the recording, we are almost to 5,000 downloads. But by the time you guys listen to this, we probably are going to be over 5,000 downloads. So thank you so much for that. Um, Seriously, it, it, it means the world to us that you guys listen to the show to begin with. Uh, the fact yeah. that we are going to be hitting a number like 5,000 is like, okay. <laughs> yeah, wow. no kidding, right? <laughs> Um, and yeah, this it's to be honest, we're, we're getting to the end of August right now. And to be honest, I just want to talk about horror movies for like the rest of the year until we get to like Christmas time. It's spoopy season. I know it just, after watching this movie for the podcast, I'm just like, let's just do horror movies for the rest of the year. Like everything else. Right. I'm already decorated (laughs) for Halloween. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I don't like, like I said, we only know what we're doing next week. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, we, we don't plan too far ahead because things change nah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, but again, thank you all for the love and support. Uh, make sure to follow Dissect That Film. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we are on all the podcast services. Just type in Dissect That Film. If you want easy way to get to all those things, just go down to the description. There's a link tree down there where you can click on that, and it gives you all of the, the different locations we're at. Uh, not all the podcast services are in the link tree, but w- I mean, if, wherever you listen to us, just type in our name. And we're probably going to be there. Uh, we're on YouTube, of course. Uh, we're inch- we're we're inching closer to 400 subscribers. So if you you know go over, I mean, just go over, hit that sub- sub- subscribe button. I can't talk. Uh, it's free, guys. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the video. Just uh, 
just yes. you know Boop. show that love even if you just listen to us which i appreciate you all for doing that go to the youtube just hit that subscribe button you don't have to watch it just you know just be subscribed because you love us uh make sure to follow dan and angela on all their socials which will be down in the description uh they stream over on twitch uh, is it dna underscore gaming on twitch DNA, DNA, underscore, yes, gaming DNA one. underscore gaming one. Yes, gaming one. Uh, where they one day stream, it'll get changed. You guys stream what? Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yep. All right. That's correct. I just, I just, yeah. I'm just, I'm selling your Twitch channel here, and yeah. uh, you can follow all my <clears throat> links as well. They'll be down in the description. I am Parker Dissex on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and uh, and I stream about once uh, every three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys. yeah, 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 hey. fuck those mooks. All right, too much talking for me. That's why we're we're actually under an hour and a half. So I'm impressing Woo-hoo. myself this week. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, Come on, get on with it. <laughs> Just get Just get but but it's not going to be. It's going to be exactly an, an, an hour and 30 minutes as we end this. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Until next time. I am Brett Barker. That is Dan Angel of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this is a ugh, this has been episode 67 of the Dissect That Film Podcast. See y'all again soon. Goodbye! Bye.